0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Digging Deeper. I'm Jared. This is Nick Bradley, our church's lead pastor at First Baptist Church of Clovis. And today we're going to dig deeper on his sermon from last Sunday, which was dealing with John 15 and 16 a little bit. Do you want to give us a little bit of a recap from last week from what you remember? Sure.
1: So uh, 15 and 16 kind of rounds out or almost rounds out the upper room discourse or uh, what the conversation that happened at the Last Supper if you will. And so far during the, the discussion over the last few chapters, Jesus is talking about what a, what a disciple is, what's going to happen to a disciple, what their mindset is. Uh, and it, it goes through you know, having belief and then loving him. And when you love him, you'll love others and you'll produce fruit. And, and that's everything a disciple should look like. Uh, and then we get to this part where he says kind of some hard truth at the second half of 15 he then says but by the way the um, side result of all of this is that the world's gonna hate you just FYI in case you didn't know um, you know and so he gives the full disclosure that the world's gonna hate you uh, and then this continues he goes back and forth between the world's gonna hate you but don't worry I'm sending a great helper and of course he's referring to the Holy Spirit And he. He goes back and forth between these two truths uh, from 15 to 16 and uh, he he really then explains to them the importance of the holy spirit coming and that it's going to be the holy spirit that works through them doing the work uh, of helping them believe and love and produce fruit and so when they when they hear all this like how are we going to do this without you they're like scared children without a a parent um he says you're not going to do it without me i'm going to be with you but a different part of me or a different part of the Trinity. Uh, it's going to be the Holy Spirit and uh, yeah so he, he tells them he's going to do this and we don't see them like come to full relief in fact at the end he's like now you're still gonna fall away during this time but um, uh, he then moves in the next chapter. We'll see this next week. He then prays for them He prays for himself. He prays for them and he's gonna pray for uh, us even future mm-hmm. believers. So uh, Yeah, it's it's it a fun chapter chapter and a half to kind of go through So
0: yeah, and it's cool as we're you know coming up to the end of the John series here pretty quickly um, to kind of see all these things coming to to an end and, and the end of this discussion and, and watching jesus and the disciples kind of how they're interacting it's really cool uh but as always with digging deeper we like to hear about what's what didn't make it into the sermon what was something that you're researching or, or looking up that was like oh this is really cool but i just don't have time on sunday to get to it did you have anything like that this past week
1: yeah i mean there were some nuggets here and there uh, i spent a pretty good amount of time talking about. Um, Jesus says, "The world will persecute you. The world hates you, and it's going to persecute you." And I, I, I was excited to kind of dig and and maybe rebuke, but encourage or remind all of us what persecution uh, is. And I listed all of the all of the disciples and how they would die. And it's interesting when you think like Jesus would be telling them. Uh, I I know he's he's sitting with them knowing that he's gonna go get crucified and he's telling them don't worry he knows how each one of them is gonna die you know and that while they might fall away here in the next few days they're gonna come back strong and it's gonna lead to their eventual death being dismembered uh, beheaded crucified speared all these things Um, and he he would know what that's gonna what's gonna happen to them Uh, and that's what real persecution is when they're Physically coming after you not just verbal attacks, but Physically coming after you to kill you because they hate you that much and uh, I sort of uh, In terms of digging deeper. I had this whole section on persecution what persecution is not and I, I ended up cutting it because it seemed a little too rebuky and it would have made that section a little too long and it, It's not like that. I'm interested in rebuking everyone, but in this day and age where everyone's offended. I guess um, is this way to put it. Um, just to my brothers and sisters and to myself, got to look in the mirror too, um, I need to be reminded of what persecution isn't. When there's certain laws that don't go our way as believers in Christ, that's not necessarily persecution. Um, when, you know, Starbucks doesn't put Jesus as the reason for the season uh, on their coffee mugs, that's not persecution. Um, when political leanings or when certain things uh, become legal, whether it's abortion or gay marriage or or whatever Kind of gets us riled up. Are we sad for the world? Yeah, anything that goes against God's design is gonna make us sad, but we need to stop being shocked uh, at at the fact that um, uh, a world that doesn't center itself on God doesn't do godly things. And for us to be shocked would be like going to China and being shocked that all they have here is Chinese food. You know, like what do you expect? Um, And we need to to remember that. And instead of being angry at the world, we're still called to love the world. Um, Jesus came for us while we were still sinners. And so just that concept of what persecution isn't, um, when a non-believer wakes up and makes a law or they make a decision. They're likely not, I'd say more time, nine times out of 10, all, what, 70% of statistics are made <laughs> up? Uh, not that one though. Uh, but most non-believers don't wake up and say, how do I go attack a believer? What they're really fighting for in their own mind um, is their own freedom. I want to do what I want to do. Mm. It's not persecution. Persecution is saying, now how can I go and kill people that I just disagree with? Now, we might get verbally attacked, okay, um, but, but we're not being physically killed in this mm-hmm. country. There are countries where believers are being physically murdered, and I, I just sometimes feel like when we call what we go through as persecution, um, it's dishonoring to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because of what we're experiencing as persecution, what are they experiencing? You know? And so just for us to remember that that if there's anyone we really need to be praying for, it's non-believers, but it's also for our brothers and sisters that live in countries where for saying that you're a Christian, you're beheaded, like the original disciples were for us to just walk a little more humbly and, and know that when we love the world in the way that Jesus did, that's going to get them more likely to come to know Jesus way more than legislating morality on them. Do I think we should vote for laws that are moral? Absolutely. But should we be shocked when they don't pass? No, I don't think we should. So um, yeah, I I guess I would have spent a little more time on Sunday maybe talking about that um, and just encouraging believers to posture yourselves in such a way that um, even in the face of of a world that hates you, our posture should be that of love. Mm. Um, interestingly enough, this week, just a, a day or two after uh, the sermon, we saw this go viral uh, in an uh, Ellen DeGeneres video where her mm-hmm. and uh, former President George Bush were, were uh, at a football game together, and she came out saying, Uh, You know, there's people that I disagree with. There's people that wear fur. There's furry people, um, and I don't agree with them wearing fur or politically or or being conservative or um, liberal, uh, she said, but I can still be friends with them. And Mm -hmm. I I think she made a great point. I naturally don't agree with everything that Ellen believes, but on this point, I absolutely do, Mm -hmm. that for us to even get anywhere in a dialogue, we have to show common respect and love. And us as Christians need to rem- remember that we have an actual reason because that person that we disagree with is made in the image of God. And when we love them, we're not agreeing with everything that they believe, uh, but we're honoring God. We're saying, God, I love you enough to extend that love to this person. Um, and I-, I just thought it was a funny or an interesting coincidence that that was sort of the viral uh, Theme of it. There was another. I forget his name. I have to go look it up. But another um, media. What, what do you call those guys? Like uh, I don't know. The newscaster guys. like right? mm. This is that, right? Yeah. Um, I have to go look his name up. But I heard his two or three minute monologue on the radio the other day, and he was talking about. He said, "You know what? I love what Ellen said because here's the thing." And he said it way more eloquently even than Ellen did, which was neat to hear. He said, "You might be shocked to know." And I think he was a kind of a conservative talk show host or something uh, and he said I'm friends with and he started naming all of the all of the what I guess we call progressive or liberal news stations right and he said I'm friends with Rachel Maddow I'm friends with these are kind people that are great to their staffs you might be shocked to know and he started naming people all over the spectrum we hang out we Mm -hmm. talk our staffs get together our families hang out he said, we have respect for each other as human beings, and um, you need to know that these people who might accidentally be making you get all riled up, actually get along far better than you think. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just sad that it takes, I guess, uh, you know, a talk show host to bring that out, and for Christians to start sharing that. I would love to see us just sharing that more than anything, because Jesus told us to. Yeah, <laughs> because Alan did it. <laughs> but that's not the world we live in. I'm grateful that uh, the message is out there. So, yeah, I wasn't planning on saying any of that, but it's what came to my mind.
0: <laughs> that's why we dig deeper. That's right. To figure out what else is going on. and uh, These are some really great thoughts, and I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us today and share them. If you'd like to hear his full sermon from last week, you can go to www.fbclovis.com forward slash sermons, where you can see or listen to all of our past sermons. So thanks for sitting in with us today, and we'll see you next time.